It's time for the North Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com. That's right. Welcome in another edition of the North Idaho PrepCast, IdahoSports.com, your weekly breakdown of District 1 and 2 activities in the state of Idaho. My name is Brandon Bainey. We are joined, as always, by our North Idaho snowman, Ryan (laughs) Skaggs. What's up? Very, very cozy Ryan Skaggs, yeah. Um, Not much, man, just uh, cold. (laughs) Is the heat in your house working or what? Oh, yeah, it works. Yeah, but I'm like stubborn too, and I'm like the constant 68-degree guy. So if you get cold, just throw throw a sweatshirt on. What does it matter, right? (laughs) That's right. We we keep it at 65 in the Bainey household personally. but We're part polar bear, right? I mean, we're going to take care care of ourselves. You know, like a whale, I've got a lot of blubber that keeps me uh, warm. So that's that's how I get by. Uh, well, we are we are getting by into and again, uh, we're talking about this because uh, if you're watching the video version of this podcast at IdahoSports.com's YouTube channel, their Facebook page, Ryan's all bundled up. He's got on his uh, is that a wool cap? That is a wool cap, merino wool. The only way to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and you've got your winter jacket on as well. Uh, it's just a sweatshirt, but yeah, I mean, it's like a pullover type jacket, but it's still warm. So yeah, a little, yeah. little zip up action there. So yeah, don't want to give the fans too much, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, we got to keep it PG here on the uh, North right. Idaho prep cast. Uh, <laughs> might turn you, into non-suitable for work. So yeah, be careful. <laughs> yeah, we don't, uh, you know, we still haven't figured out. We had one prep cast about a month ago that got 1200 views on YouTube. And I, I, I still don't know how that happened, but, uh, you know, maybe that's the key, Ryan, is, you know, zip that down a little bit. And no. No. Give, give, the, give the fans something. They... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could have wore flannel and gave them what they want, but, you know. <laughs> that's right. You're a real uh, champion of the people. So uh, right. you can you can get this uh, podcast audio only version as well at IdahoSports.com or wherever you download your podcasts. Um, okay. Here we are, boys basketball season off and running. Most teams have gotten at least two or three games under their belt. Some have zero. Uh, last week was uh, a little crazy with the schedule. A lot of games got postponed or outright canceled. Um, but here we are. We figured this is the time to preview boys basketball, players to watch, teams to watch, how we think things might shake out. We have got on our website, idahosports.com, all of the preseason coaches polls for every conference across the state of Idaho. You can check that out. We are uh, adding more and more boys basketball previews. That should be going live on the site later today. Uh, we're, we're getting more and more previews in by the end of the week. They should all be in and ready for your consumption. Wrestling coverage we're rolling out. Uh, Al Fontes wrote uh, a classification by classification preview. Those are all going live on idahosports.com later today as well and I tonight ryan 20 gems i saw that article as well so yes yeah. that was just that was just a little teaser and now today sprink- you get the real sprinkle in there yeah 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 today you get the real meat and potatoes and then tonight uh we're going live we'll do it live it is uh our very first uh maiden voyage episode of the matt chat prep cast on idahosports.com where, There's uh, a lot of people statewide that are stoked for that, by the way. Like it's it's gonna be it's gonna blow up. You're gonna have something pretty cool on your hands there. I, you know, I'm excited to bring it to the wrestling fans because they're they're diehards <laughs> and and I know they're gonna tune in. We're gonna do it every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific time on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Twitter account. It's gonna be myself and a rotating, you know, 
cast of experts, uh, Al Fontes, Jacob Eck, Brian Zollinger. Um, we're we're going to have a, a good discussion. And really, ultimately, I hope it's a, a discussion driven by the fans, where the fans yeah. are telling us what they want us to talk about. So we'll see how it goes tonight. But that is uh, live tonight. And if you can't be there live, you can always go back the next day or it'll be in your podcast feed as well. But you got to subscribe. It's the new Matt Chat Prepcast. So go ahead and subscribe to that if you listen to the podcast or um, go ahead and, and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see when we're going live with that tonight. Okay, back to boys basketball now. Uh, let's talk about you just want to go 5A down to 1A D2. I thought that worked pretty well last week. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, That's fine. Yeah, I mean, we're always for the people, right? Yeah, our, yeah. our small what? school, our small school folks are the diehards, anyways. So, can, can, can I can can we actually go the opposite way? Can we start at 1A D2 and let's work our it. way up? Well, Be- I'm flexible. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I'm flexible. Let's Careful see. with that one. You're going to get a whole lot of views on YouTube that probably weren't targeted. For. <laughs> got, yeah, that's what I'm going for. I'm going for that viral marketing. That's going to be the title. I'm flexible. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, I wanted to start with 1AD2 because the coolest story I saw from North Idaho this past weekend was a non-conference boys basketball game between Kendrick and St. Mary's. And Kendrick, of course, is yeah. at the 1AD2 level. Uh, so Ryan, for, for those that I, I'm sure most people in North Idaho know already, but for those that maybe didn't hear, um, first of all, tell us a little bit about what's going on at St. Mary's with Craig Teft, uh, the longtime football coach there at St. Mary's really a pillar in the community. Just a great guy. Um, and you know, he's got everybody's respect, but he's battling cancer right now. And, um, you know, we kind of in North Idaho, it's pretty cool is that, you know, I have a lot of miles of distance between towns and schools, but the community is pretty close, if that makes any sense. But um, it doesn't matter how far away you live. I think there's you're a person or two away from having a connection to somebody up here. And uh, Coach Teft has had a huge uh, reach with with people in North Idaho and, and across the state, for that matter. And uh, yeah, so he's battling cancer. There's a couple parents that started a uh, T-shirt um, drive, and they're selling. I put it on my YouTube or my uh, my Twitter page, um, where you can go and order a T-shirt as well. Um, and Kendrick ended up buying their entire team and staff T-shirts, um, and then they showed up during warmups wearing the shirts uh, in support of Coach Teft, which was pretty awesome for that game and game against St. Mary's. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just been pretty cool. And, and Kendrick. You know, you and I, we both know um, that community, the coaching staff on football, on the football side, but also, you know, other sports like volleyball, basketball as well. Um, And just they're top shelf people. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's not just, yeah, they got great kids and athletes, but like they're good. They're better people, I think, than they are, you know, the athletic side of things. And, um, you know, they've really rallied around um, St. Mary's and what, what, you know, Coach Teft is dealing with. And, you know, that was an awesome statement. I thought that was pretty cool uh, to show up at that game and uh, and make that statement in, in support of, of St. Mary's. Yeah, so my first introduction to Kendrick was actually through their girls basketball team. They got all the way to the 1A D2 championship two years ago when I was broadcasting uh, that tournament for state. And then obviously with football and basketball and all the other sports along the way. And and St. Mary's is, uh, you know, I don't I don't have any favorites, right? I'm, I'm not from Idaho, so I don't, you know, I don't have a, an alma mater that I graduated from that, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a diehard, you know, Skyline fan or whatever. Um, 
but uh so no, you Mary's, hate everybody equally right that's right the state of you i'm an equal op- equal yeah. opportunity hater um there there is a soft spot in my heart for saint mary's though that is where uh my father-in-law grew up and graduated from in, in the 1970s and so you know if there was one community in idaho that i maybe have have that soft spot for or place a little higher than the others it, it is saint mary's just because of the, the family tie there and so yeah when i heard you know initially that coach taft was was fighting cancer uh, you know obviously you're devastated by the news but then you're like you know what he's he's a pretty tough son of a he's gun a tough son of a gun yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and you know that there's no quit in that in that man and you know you've seen him on the sideline and the way he handles his team and he always does it with class but he has tough kids too, and they're a reflection of the coach. Um, so I don't think there's going to be any quit on that side of things as far as Coach Tuff battling battling cancer. But definitely, um, yeah. And it's just you know you look at St. Mary's, and as the saying goes, they're good people, right? I mean, I've got a in the business that I'm in outside of doing sports. I've got a bunch of clients in, in St. Mary's and in that area, and they're just awesome people. I mean, you can go there and sit down at the diner. And or you go to Burger Express and somebody's going to randomly start talking to you about something. So it's it's a it's a cool town. And I totally dig that community a ton. It's an awesome spot. Yeah, it's always a must stop place when we're going up into uh, North Idaho. We uh, my wife and I always uh, stop by St. Mary's. Her her grandparents are buried at the cemetery there in St. Mary's. We've gone up to visit them a couple of times. And so, uh, yes, definitely. What a cool deal uh, for St. Mary's. And, and you know. Uh, Coach Teft is from Kendrick originally. You know that's where he grew up and played high school ball at and stuff. So there's that tie between Kendrick yeah. and Coach Teft there as well. So okay, so let's talk about Kendrick as a basketball team because they were picked in our preseason coaches poll to finish uh, tied for first along with Saint John Bosco. The coach is kind of high on the Patriots. Deary was then picked to finish third. Highland and Timberline were picked uh, to tie for fourth. And then Nez Perce was picked sixth. The The impression I got from a lot of the league coaches up there, though, is like, really, any of the top five, you know, Nez Perce is kind of rebuilding, but any of the other five are all capable of kind of claiming this thing. Yeah, is, is Ty Hamley back? I mean, like, that's another no, – and I don't – if he's not, then, I mean, no. yeah, that's a tough spot for Highland. But, um, you know, you look at – yeah, I mean, I, if if you're going to pick a favorite, obviously I throw the dart at the wall at Kendrick just because they've been able to show late season success. Um, and we know what type of athletes they bring to the table. Um, you know, Derry's a team I, I'm not going to sleep on. I think that they've got um, some size inside. They're going to play pretty well. Um, St. John Bosco is one of those teams. We saw them last year. They started really hot and then faded down the stretch a little bit. Um you know, if they can keep up the consistency, they're not going to have the deepest bench in the world. But, you know, they've got guys that can play, um, you know, they can make things interesting in that in that, you know, white pine league. Yeah, Kendrick is is buoyed by uh, Ty Cap, Jagger Hewitt, uh, Clement Hagen, Hunter Taylor, Moose, Mason Kimberlin. You know, it's Kimberlin's always- a big body inside, too. Like, I mean, they're going to be without, um, you know, one of their bigger players, you know, but it's like. It's I don't know if he, they're going to get him back towards the end of the year or not. Um, one of the, he was the offensive lineman, um, a Dallas Morgan. Yeah, Dallas Morgan. Sorry, I was having a brain fart for a second. Um, and you know if they if we they can get him back, I, I you know that gives them another post presence inside. But I think Kimberling does a really good job at the you know the forward power forward inside, and then, then you get the nice guard play, just the athleticism around the perimeter from you know Cap and and 
you know, Jagger Hewitt and those kids. And Clement Hagen's a great athlete too. Um, Kendrick's going to be on athleticism alone. It's going to keep him in games. I mean, even if they're missing shots, they're just going to be able to get up and down the floor and play defense, if nothing else. Definitely. Um, you know, you talked about Highland and, and Ty Hambly. My understanding is that he is not going to be able to play at all this year. I could be misinterpreting that, but I think it was a pretty bad knee injury he suffered okay. uh, during football season. You know, they're being coached by Monty Madrell, who coaches football, you know, the Lewis County co-op between Nez Perce and Highland. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of new for him. He, he's kind of been an assistant coach for the girls team the past couple of years, but he, you know, they needed a coach and, it's getting it's tougher up. and tougher. It's getting yeah. tougher and tougher to fill those coaching slots. And so uh, I can't wait to see what Coach Madrell does with the Highland boys. You know, the best record in the league right now belongs to the Spartans from Timberline. They've got a win over Mullen, a win over Wallace, which is a, a level higher yep. than them. And then they lost to Kellogg in, in the Silver Valley tournament this past weekend. But uh, Jason Hunter and and the Spartans of Timberline maybe a team to keep an eye on as yeah. well. They, I mean, they've been a tournament team in the last few years, and you know we know that they can play basketball. So um, things are always interesting in that conference, and uh, I think the balance is just so across the board. I think so even um, among those teams that it's going to be competitive, and it's probably going to come down the last week or two of the season to really figure out who's going to get that district seeding going into the, the tournament and headed towards state. Yeah, it definitely could be. If we swing over to District 1 in uh, the D2 ranks, um, you'll see Mullen was picked to win the league. Clark Fork was picked second. Kootenai was picked third. And really, I think the coaches would tell you, flip a coin between Mullen and Clark Fork. This is a league that lost a lot to graduation. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Kootenai is the only team that is bringing guys back, and they were all like freshmen a year ago. So they're still very young. Yeah. Um, but Clark Fork Mullen are going to be the two that duke it out. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, it's a coin toss between those two th- teams. I think the edge might go to um, Mullen in my mind a little bit, just based on, you know, some of the, the athletes that they have, but um, you know, never count out the Wampus cats, right? <laughs> I mean, if we look at that and uh, their ability, so it's, I mean, I mean district tournaments really going to, is what's going to, the season's going to be a coin toss. I really think and it's going to come down. Obviously, I believe they do a best of three for the district tournament for that championship game. Um, so, you know, we'll we'll see how that, that ends up and how that shakes out at the end of the year. But I think we're not going to know until late February. So with Kootenai being back in the mix, it is just a traditional three-team bracket. Oh, where there's, okay. Yeah, just the one championship match um they do it they the the d1 and d2 for district one they they stack them and they play at uh, nic north idaho college okay i thought they did uh, the best of three like they do in the four no I, it's i think okay. it's just the one the one shot um but this is important because this year district one gets an entire bid last year they only got the half bid so clark fork won the district last year then had to play timberline in a play-in game and lost and it was timberline yep. that that got to state instead so um, you know, Mullen coach Paul Elston uh, in our season preview, you know, he said, here's his quote. Um, he, he, he said, I'm excited that District 1 has a full state spot this year, but it won't be easily won. And I really think any of our teams could come out of the league. I do believe it will be very close this season. And I'm, I'm inclined to agree. Nathan Shelton will yep. lead Clark Fork. Floyd Nelson uh, already is balled out for Mullen this year. Christopher Moore of Kootenai is a good returning player there. Uh, this will be a fun league to keep an eye on as the season progresses. Let's move up to the D1 ranks. 
uh, the conversation has to start with Lapway, doesn't it? In the White Pine League, I mean, they're the White Pine. I mean, yeah, I, I would say that. I mean, it's going to be. I think the gap is closing a little bit, um, but you still have Case Why Not. You still got Ellenwood Jones. I mean, like you've got athletes there um, for Lapway. Elias Year Out's going to be. I think he's going to be a great um, role player for for the Wildcats as well. Um, I think the gap closes a little bit than what it's been in years past, but um, I like Kamii again this year. I, you know, I was high on them last year thinking they were going to get that number two seed. They did. They got to the title game. Um, you know, so I, I think it's going to be a repeat of, of that. We're going to see probably something really similar to that, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say Lapway is going to make it to the state championship game. I really do think that they've, you know, coach Eastman's got a great club um, and everybody wants to contribute. It's, it's a very, very team centric team. Um, they're going to have a great test this week and play in Linden from Washington. That's a two way school. Um, that's a perennial state team in the state of Washington. If you know how state works, I mean, gosh, there's 64 two-way teams in the state of Washington, and they're one of the top eight teams in the state. So um, that's a huge test for Lapway. Yeah, well, and Ryan, Lapway opens their season tonight. We're recording this on Falls, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday, December 6th, second year in a row, Lapway is going to go play a 5A school. Yeah. At post fall so, hey, any chance you could broadcast that for us? You want to just head over there? Right <laughs> not now tonight, and... <laughs> man. I wish, but not tonight. It's way too short notice. <laughs> yeah, we we are we are putting together our broadcast schedules uh, for the season. In fact, Ryan, I think Paul sent you an email yesterday with some some games. We yeah, I saw at. this morning. <laughs> okay, so, cool. There was some late notice stuff in there. I'm like, yeah, that's a stretch. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, okay, so Lapway opens their season tonight at Post Falls, one uh, a D one versus a five A. I am very, very interested to see how this goes. And then right after that, you know, I mean, this is look at this gauntlet of a schedule here. They play Tuesday at Post Falls, Thursday at Prairie, Friday at Genesee, Saturday they're back in Coeur d'Alene to to play Linden, Washington at, at North Idaho College. The yeah. four I mean, road games in five days. I mean, you look at the stretch through Christmas, and then you've got the, you know, they're gonna be down in Bake playing Baker City, Oregon at Treasure Valley Community College in Ontario. Then they're playing in the Avista tournament, which is gonna have Lewiston, Moscow, um, some sprinkling of Washington schools in there as well. Um, that's gonna be um And then they got Lakeside. I mean, look at that Lakeside team and what they did. Lakeside is legit. We'll talk about them in a minute, but that's that there's, there's some like, there's some heavy hitters in that schedule. Coach Eastman uh, definitely stepped this game up. You know, I think from years past, he's been trying to get, you know, these, these marquee games on the schedule and he's been getting more of them. Now I think they're getting more respect than what they've had in the past, which is definitely earned. Um, but yeah, they've got a gauntlet. I, they might pick up a loss this year. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me, but, um, I just, you know, I don't, I know he's given, we've been given sweatshirts and all that stuff, but you can't buy loyalty. Right. Um, but I, I think that there, this might be the year they finally, they, they get tripped up. Um, but I don't think it's going to be a detriment to the season. I think it's actually going to rally the troops and they're going to, they're going to be on a roll. I think, but at some point I think they lose a game. Yes, I, I agree. And it, it, uh, it's just going to make them stronger, essentially. Yeah. Um, if I could pick one game to go to, I think it would be that Lakeside Lapway game yeah. January 4th. That's going to be two down in Lapway. Are you kidding two, me? Two high octane offenses. You oh, want to you take you, you want to take a road trip to Lapway? Do that game, oh, Ryan. Let's for do us? it. I'm in. Let's do it. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll pencil you in for that because who's uh, who's doing play by play? You or me? Uh, you can. Yeah, you're okay. good. 
<laughs> yeah, that you'll yeah, I'll rest my vocal cords because there's gonna be over under, you know, a hundred and fifty points. The over on that game would probably be a probably hundred and sixty. I would yeah. definitely put 160 on the board for the for the, for the spread. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, when we look at the rest of the White Pine League, to me, there is a clear top two. It's Lapway, it's Kamii, right? Lapway does yep. bring back Terrell Ellenwood Jones. Don't Case, sleep why on not? Troy. I'm telling you right now, don't sleep on the Trojans. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. the you know the league coaches beyond the top two, there wasn't much consensus, and it really bore out in the preseason poll. Potlatch was picked third, Prairie fourth, Logos fifth. Troy sixth, Clearwater Valley seventh, Genesee eighth, and really, yeah, three through six, Potlatch, Prairie, Logos, Troy. I, I think they're think all kind of. The, I don't think I don't think the Pirates are there yet, and I'm I'm probably gonna rub some rub some people the wrong way with the, the, our Prairie fans. That God bless them, but um, no, I, I look at I look at Troy. I like Troy's lineup a lot. I really do. Um, I think it's an underrated. Um, you know, lineup and they got great guard play. Um, they're going to be tough inside, and they got good coaching. I, I mean, I look at Trojans, and I think that you know they're going to be sneaky good down the stretch. I really do. Yeah, Troy's already two and zero. They've got a league win. They beat Logos last night, Ryan, fifty-seven to thirty-eight. So that is a double-digit win over a Logos team that lost a lot. Right? They lost Case yeah. Bolt to graduation. They do bring back Seamus Wilson, who. Uh, from what I heard was like one of the first freshmen in Logos history to make varsity or, yeah. or start varsity from day one. He was the starting point guard last year. So, um, you know, Prairie does bring back uh, Zach Rambo, who was an all conference uh, selection a year ago, or maybe he graduated. Uh, Lee Forsman is back for Prairie. Yeah. Troy's got Eli Stoner, Noah Johnson to keep an eye on, um, you know, Driscoll is also playing for Logos. Potlatch has Jackson Vowels, uh, Schleeper for Clearwater Valley. There's good players up and yep. down the, the league. It's going to be which team has a second and third fiddle to match what Lapway and Kamii have. Kamii with Everett Skinner and uh, Brady Cox. And uh, I mean, they're just, they're good. So yeah, yeah. Kamii, it's going to be, you know, the bell cow of the conference is going to be Lapway, then, then Kamii again. Um, that third spot, is is the kind of the toss up there that can make things interesting. I I think Troy is going to be one of those teams in the mix. Uh, don't sleep on Clearwater Valley. I think that they could um, make a little bit of noise. Potlatch could be um, in there as well. And so yeah, it's going to be I think a very balanced conference. It'd be probably more balanced than we've seen in years past. Definitely. All right, let's go over to District One. Let's talk about Lakeside with Coach James Two Teeth. You know, he wanted to get out. He was going to retire like two years ago, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, Vander Brown's like, uh, uh-uh, no, not yet. I'm a senior. Like, let's run this one back." Um, but yeah, that that Lakeside team is is. I mean, we saw what they did at Timberlake the other night. Um, yeah. And then you look at their schedule too. I mean, they they play Timberlake. I think they play Bonners Ferry later in the year. Still have Kellogg. They'll play St. Mary's. I think back to back games. Um, you know, they're they're gonna be battle tested, and then they play at Lapway. Um, you know, so like and they have Garpal thrown in there, which is a Washington B school, it's pretty tough too. So, you know, they've got they've got a schedule that's pretty pretty you know meaty there as well. But you look at like Lucky Matt, who's gonna be in there, and uh C John, and I mean there's there's the kids in there that, that are gonna be definite players, but I mean Vander Brown is one of the best athletes in the state of Idaho at any level. Um, and you look at him, he's a, he's a 30 point bucket machine. And, um, you know, he's in my mind, probably 
the best pure scorer, him and probably Case Why not throwing like Blake Buchanan, Colton Mitchell. I mean, they're all in the same conversation in North Idaho as far as um, basketball prowess. Yeah, uh, Vander Brown, Brutus C. John, Quincy Hall. And, and, you know, they beat Timberline last night, uh, Monday night. A little Monday night. There was a, quite a few Monday night games up north. Yeah. I kind of I like the Monday night hoops. Um, but Lakeside gets two huge wins to start the year. They're 2-0, oh, two really dominant wins. They're averaging well. 80 points a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they beat they beat Mullen 86 to 20, but then the eye opener like you said was last night against Timberlake 81 to 59. They beat Timberlake and the guy who had the hot start for Lakeside last night wasn't any of those guys we just mentioned. It was Liam Hendricks, a 6-3 yeah. junior. Yeah. So I mean, there's they're getting some some good good play out of, you know, not necessarily their big 3, which is a great sign for that lineup. And uh, Coach Two Teeth, and you know, I got a chance to watch him a couple of years ago at State, and their run that they had there, and the top four finish, and um, you know, it's just a great, it's it's a cool community. I'm so stoked about that Lapway Lakeside game. I think that the, the two teams that represent their their respective tribes very well, um, also, and 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 what they do. I mean, gosh, dang, they just play good basketball, and um, it's a fun brand to watch because they just get up and down the floor. But yeah, what they did at Timberlake, which a Timberlake team I look at could be pretty dang good this year. Um, it could have a decent run just based on what they brought back from last year's team. And to do that to it to an Idaho 3A team is it, that's saying something about the prowess of what they're playing, the level of ball they play. Yeah, and Timberlake got a transfer as well from Genesis Prep in McCluskey. So mm-hmm. that's I mean, so G, uh, G Prep, you know. Lon Morast in his second year as the coach there at, at Genesis Prep. They were picked to finish second behind Lakeside. Wallace was picked third. They bring back Brad Teske. Uh, but me, to me, it's Lakeside. This is Lakeside's yep. deal. Yep. Um, so we'll see. Uh, let's let's talk 2A, Central Idaho League. Uh, St. Mary's was picked to finish first in the league. Kellogg second, Priest River third, Grangeville fourth, Orofino fifth. I, I look at the Maniacs, and I think that they're – that that's criminally underrated in my opinion um and what they're going to do i think orfino might finish in the top three in that conference um ahead of saint mary's or sorry of head not ahead of saint mary's sorry ahead of priest river i like i like the lumberjacks um i think kellogg's going to make it interesting just based on their lineup and what they they bring to the table we know i mean they beat lakeland the other night um did did the wildcats so you know it's uh it's it's gonna be i think a a battle, I mean, of 30 miles between the two teams. I mean, look at Kellogg and, and St. Mary's, and those are going to be kind of your two, um, your top dogs within the conference. But uh, the battle is where Fino is going to make things interesting, I think, with just uh, the way they play and the pace of how they play. Um, and then the guard play, obviously, from from Priest River is going to make things interesting, too, because they do bring back some pretty dynamic players. But, um, yeah, it's definitely, I think, St. Mary's league to win um, just based on who they have and then, you know, two years removed from a state championship and um, a very good showing last year as well for the lumberjacks. And I think they're going to be in the mix again. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my father-in-law, <laughs> it, it's, it's nice to see St. Mary's and Kellogg get to rekindle that rivalry a little bit. My, my father-in-law told me back in the day, you know, when it was a, two or whatever whatever yeah. it was they were uh, slobber knockers, man. Yeah. He said, he said St. Mary's Kellogg and Lakeland. Used to yeah. all be in the in no East. love lost between any of those teams. There was probably a smoker. If you don't know what a smoker is, there's probably a boxing match, but with no boxing gloves going on behind the bleachers after the game. 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, it's cool that they get to renew that rivalry. Um, you know, one coach said, I, I can't remember which one it was up, up north, but said basically about St. Mary's that, yeah, they lost all these guys to graduation, but people don't realize it's not the players. It, I mean, it is, right? The players are good, but sure. it's 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 the system that yeah. head coach Brian Chase has installed. He'll play doesn't matter who he's got every year. He's going to play nine to 10 guys per game. He's going to press the crap out of you. Uh, try to speed up the game and speed you up into making mistakes. And they're going to take care of the basketball. Yeah. I mean, that's what they do every it's year. Like watching Hoosiers. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Grayson Sands is a, a returning starter, returning yeah. all conference player. They got Jared Badgett, uh, Tristan Hill. They've, I mean, they've just got athletes. So yep. yeah, they're going to be, be fun I think they're going to be really tough and fun to watch team. Definitely. And then Kellogg's got the Lunas, Colby, Ripley. Um, and so, yeah, I can't wait to see those two uh, duke it out in the 2A ranks. Nope. And then I believe Varick Meredith's playing too, so don't count out. If I'm not yeah. mistaken, he's playing basketball as well. And he's a pretty good player as well in his own right. So that Kellogg team is going to be pretty pretty tough. Definitely. Uh, okay, 3A, Intermountain League. Uh, you know, I don't even know why we do the coaches poll for this because they just, each team picks. <laughs> they vote for I mean, each, each other. <laughs> they vote, yeah, they, essentially that's what they do. They don't they don't vote for themselves. They vote for the other, and so then it all ends up in a wash. So uh, Bonners Ferry, Timberlake. So I prefer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it is, though. That's pretty consistently across every sport. That's what happens uh, when we do these preseason polls. Uh, Give me the deciding vote. Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I I do well, like Bonners of alternating Sundays to figure this one out. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I I do like Bonners Ferry a, a tick better than yeah. Timberlake in, in this league. Uh, Nathan Williams is a tremendous coach for Bonners Ferry. I mean, I think they really opened some eyes. They were one of the first teams to play in the state this year. They played North Idaho Christian. They put up 111 points. They won 111 to 59. Yeah, and. and you know, granted, North Idaho Christian doesn't play, you know, a normal schedule, but at the same time, like you get a chance. It's like you look at how they used to schedule FCS teams at the beginning of the year for football or whatever. Like you look at Bama playing Citadel or something like that. Um, that's kind of the nature of this game. But to hang 111 in a in a regulation high school basketball game, that's that's no small feat. I don't care what you're doing and who you're playing. Um, but that Bonners Ferry team, I think they're going to be really tough. Um, and just what they get out of their lineup and, and what they have going up and down the floor night and night out. They got a good bench too. Um, they, they're not just, you know, five guys on the floor. They're going to play seven or eight guys um, consistently every night. So, you know, that's going to bode well as you get closer to state tournament time. And if they get the bid to state, that's going to help in the three, a ranks um, in the state tournament for sure. Yeah. Braden Blackmore and the Williams is Ridge and Asher. Uh, both phenomenal for yep. Bonners Ferry, uh, for Timberlake, you know, Raj Oliveri, Hunter Higgins, um, and, and they're coached by Mike, uh, LaFontaine. La so, uh, he's a good coach and knows what he's doing. Um, yep. like, like every sport, it seems like, uh, Bonners Ferry and Timberlake both could go win some, uh, somebody else's league. They yep. just happen to be in a two team league with one bid to state. So, Yep. We'll, we'll see there. No at large is either, which is, you know, I will, we'll talk. That's for another podcast, but <laughs> yeah, don't, uh, don't talk about expanding the playoffs just yet. We'll save that. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get somebody from Southern Idaho peeping up on that. One. That's right. Uh, all right, let's, let's climb up to four a inland empire league district one and two Lakeland picked to win the league in our preseason coaches, Paul Moscow finished yeah, to pick to finish second Sandpoint 
third. What do you think of that? I I think they got the order backwards. Okay. I like I like Sandpoint. I like Sandpoint this year. Um, and I think it's just with Rusty Lee is probably the best player in the conference. Um, out of any of those teams, he's going to be able to to at least get twenty. I think on any given night. Um, this the the bench behind him. I mean, this, the you get Ari Vandenberg plays tough down low and in, in the in the block for Sandpoint as well. Um, I I like the Bulldogs. I think in this this year, I think it's just kind of one of those years that it's just an interesting year in the forays that you could basically draw a name out of a hat, and that's who's going to win the conference this year. Um, I think that, but I'm going to give the edge to Sandpoint. I think that they've got a little bit more on the team side. We'll see what they bring. They get to go to Hawaii. I mean, so if that means anything, at least they're going to be warm. <laughs> so, <laughs> they could escape the inland northwest for a while. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think Sandpoint, Sandpoint, I don't know if I agree with the rankings this year in how the conference got rated, but um, I think Sandpoint's going to be pretty decent. I mean, Moscow lost a lot uh, from last year's team, too. But Yeah, uh, so Sandpoint is going to the Punahona Invitational in Honolulu, Hawaii, December 27th through the 30th. Uh, they should see some interesting competition over there, certainly. So are we um, going to have IdahoSports.com down there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put our budget? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm I'm sure that tournament has some sort of deal in place with somebody already to, I'm sure. to broadcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'd love to, though, certainly. Um <laughs> So yeah, so Sandpoint. The uh, advertising at Idaho Sports. <laughs> yeah, make that happen. <laughs> you know, if a really big donor wanted to come through and make that happen, you know, look at one of our big, big corporate sponsors. Um, yeah. You know, maybe we could do it. Uh, so yeah, Sandpoint's one and one. They beat East Valley, lost to West Valley. That's probably to be West Valley is pretty good this year. They're, they're, yeah, they're and, an old game. So I'm, I don't look at that one as being. They beat Lakeland too. So Lakeland yeah. lost to East Valley. Sandpoint beat East Valley, so there's a common opponent there. It'll be interesting. I mean, we're going to see them play all the 5A schools early on. So, um, you know, they don't really get them out of the way. They get them out of the way bef- sooner than later for the most part in the conference slate. So, yeah, yeah. it'll be uh, interesting in the 4As. I don't look at them, any of them really making any significant noise at state. But, you know, stranger things have happened. But I just look at those teams and not really given a ton of hope. <laughs> But I think that out of what we have, I think Sandpoint's, in my opinion, got got the better guard play and better better team. Yeah, so Sandpoint, um, and they didn't have Parker Pettit uh, for this opening weekend. He was uh, taking some college visits, I think, or you know, he was gone. Uh, yeah. But he'll be he'll be back to help. Um, what I what I've kind of heard from coaches up there is that Parker Childs has really taken his game to the next level. He had a great summer. Um, and is shooting the ball lights out. And so he, yep. he's a guy to keep an eye on for Sandpoint as well this year. Um, Lakeland, you mentioned they're 0-3 to start the year. Uh, Tony Hanna, long, uh, former quarter lane coach in his second year at Lakeland. Uh, they lost to Kellogg by five. They lost to East Valley by six. And they lost to West Valley by you know 14. Um, they play Lewiston on Friday night. We'll see how it goes. Um, and then they, they open conference play against Moscow on Friday, December 16th. So that, you know, they're staring down potentially, you know, a one in five start to the year, maybe even zero and six, if they can't get it uh, turned around against priest river in Moscow. Um, so we'll have to keep an eye on that 
and and see how Lakeland rebounds from this 0 and 3 start. And then at the 5A level, Ryan, uh, to me again, this is kind of a clear cut with Lake City, right? They bring back Colton Mitchell, uh, they bring back Hawking, um, they they've got Zach so many Johnson. Yeah, got, I mean they've got so many dudes in that lineup that can they can shoot it, and even their bench has great um, bench play too. I think they can get double digits out of their bench any given night too. Um, but yeah, that that team's that team's stacked. I'm sorry, but like that. Yeah, Lake City. It's Lake City's world, and everybody else is kind of living in it this year. Um, in my opinion, I think that you know the battle for seconds going to be interesting. I think any of those three teams could finish second conference. To be honest with you, yeah. In the in the preseason poll, Coeur d'Alene was picked second. Post Falls was third. Lewiston was fourth. Um, and I don't know. Lewiston is off to a two and zero start, right? Um, but when you look at who they've played, Boise and Bora. Those are two very middle of the pack teams from District Three. Bora, especially, is a team that's going to struggle this year. Uh, Lake City, conversely, is also two and zero, but their wins came against Union Washington and Bothell Inglemore yep. Washington. Those are yeah, two legit wins. Pretty good team, and they're going to have a good test this weekend as well. Um, you know, at that tournament here in Coeur Lane. so Lake City. Um, but yeah, that tournament, the Fitz over in Spokane, that they played at. That's a that's a premier tournament here in the Northwest. Um, and you know, had a great showing. One of those games was actually on TV. It was televised here locally last week. And, um, yeah, just a, they're a great team. Um, they play very unselfishly for having stars on a team. If you think about this way, I mean, obviously they've got Blake Buchanan who's going to Virginia. Um, you've got, um, Colton Mitchell is going to go play at Idaho state. Um, Hawkins has signed to go play, um, for a, I want to say a division three team. Um, and then you have Zach Johnson's playing football at the University of Idaho. I mean, you talk about so for having guys that are, you know, athletes and premier guys, um, they play so unselfishly in their in their brand of basketball and they distribute very well. Colton Mitchell, in my mind, is the best point in the state. Um, he just plays so, so well. and He can flat shoot, too. I mean, he can put in 25 any given night if he wants to. Um, if they need him to, he will. If they don't, he'll have like 14 assists. So, you know, it's just kind of like that's the way they play. And how unselfish they are spreading the floor and they played great in the defensive end too. But um, yeah, I mean, they can stretch. You see, look at Blake. I mean, Blake can get up and down the floor at six ten, and he can attack the rim. Um, that's, that's something I think he really took the next level in his game is we saw him, you know, kind of hitting a lot more touch passes and touch shots like down low where he's, he's going out. He's playing a little angry this year as far as going at the rim. Um, and that's going to, I think set the tone for, for Dunks in my mind are funny because like they don't get any extra points, but they do in, in my mind it kind of changes the prowess or the mindset. Um, that you get to be a little bit more aggressive. And so you start playing more um aggressive. Obviously, you could say like, well, you're gonna play poorly and foul more, but not necessarily. I think it's just they're gonna get after it and get more turnovers and be up and down the floor a little bit faster with their pace pace of play. But yeah, yeah. those turnovers lead to those dunks that you were yes, talking they about. Do. Can, they lead to yeah. more dunks. And then if it's not coming from Blake, it's coming from Hawking or it's coming from Zach or yeah, it's then any one of them can pour in 20. So they've got, they've got bucket machines in that lineup. Yeah. They, I mean, they didn't even have Colton Mitchell uh, for the first game this weekend and they did just fine. So yeah. here's what's going to, here's what's going to happen with Lake city. We know they're good, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't play any Idaho opponents until the very end of the month, right? They play Garfield, <laughs> Uh, in this North Idaho College showcase That's event. Team. That's a really good yes. team. Gar yeah. Garfield, they're over in Seattle, right? Yeah, I mean, you talk about, look at 
who's who of, of who's gone to the NBA from the state of Washington. They've come out of three high schools. It's been either Garfield, Rainier Beach, or like Nathan Hale. So, I mean, you look at the, the teams that are going to be at North Idaho College this weekend, two of those are going to be there in Garfield and Rainier Beach. So, um, yeah, it's uh, they're, they're not slouching any on their scheduling. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so the schedule is uh, Coeur d'Alene, Lake City, Waihee, and Lapway are all going to be there playing against Washington opponents. Uh, this is all day Saturday at NIC. Yep. Uh, there's going to be some very good. You're gonna you're gonna go watch, right? I'm just gonna be there. Yeah, taking some pictures and watching. I think it's gonna be a great day of high school basketball. It's gonna be. There's gonna be some Man. fun games there for sure. We uh we sh- we should give you uh we should give you the login for the IdahoSports.com Instagram account. I could, shoot. Uh, I, could, I could throw some stuff up there for you. Yeah, yeah shoot some highlights because there's going to be some. <laughs> there's going to be some play, man. That Hawaii game is going to be bananas. I, I, and, and no offense to Hawaii, as good as they are. Look at Rainier Beach. I mean, that's a D1 lineup waiting to happen. Um, there are dudes on that Rainier Beach team. So it's, uh, I mean, like I said, you talk about who's who of NBA players out of the Pacific Northwest. I mean, you could go down the list. I mean, Paulo Banchero and, you know, you've got Lodrick and Roderick Stewart have come out of Rainier Beach. And I mean, it's just like, so yeah, there's, there's, there's some history with that program as far as, you know, top talent in the state. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so Lake City's going to play there. They're going to play Garfield and then they're going to go to university place and play in the Curtis winter classic. This is another premier yeah, over tournament. In Tacoma. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then they're going to go to, and then they're going to host North Central from Spokane. And so it's going to be all of these out of state opponents, Washington opponents. And so we know Lake City's going to be good and they're going to be undefeated. But, but fans in Idaho, and I, when I say fans in Idaho, I mean fans in Boise are going to look at Lake City and go, yeah, but they haven't because, because there's no Idaho opponents. Who cares? Their max prep is going to be through the roof because they're all playing 5A level schools night in and night out. I know. So the key, the key stretch for Lake city, not key for them or for us, but for the rest of the state is going to be at the end of the month when they host on three consecutive days, Eagle Meridian and Bishop Kelly. And once Lake city runs through those teams, then everyone's going to go, Oh boy. Yeah. Lake city's pretty good. Are we going to be able to broadcast those? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I think we're planning on doing is uh, so those three teams are coming up to play Lake City, Coeur d'Alene, and Post Falls. Yeah, I think we're I think we're going to post you up at Post Falls. Okay, and you're gonna, you're still going to see all three of those teams: Eagle, Sweet. Meridian, BK. But yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the tentative plan there. Uh, but yeah, Lake City, really, really good. And and there's they've got to be so motivated, right? After getting to the championship two years ago and losing, then last year going to state as the number one seed and losing to Centennial right away. Um, they've got to be very motivated to get back and, and finish this thing off finally. Yeah, it's a prove it year for them, and you know, kind of the last run um, for this group that's been so good for the T Wolves. So yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes down the stretch, and um, you know, but like look at the rest of that conference. I mean, look at Coeur d'Alene; they've returned Stephen Burgess. Uh, pretty well um in my mind so far early on but they played well at times last year too obviously they're gonna be a little bit different look because they're not gonna have the big beast down low and in coat but uh you know it's gonna be a little bit different but i think they're gonna be more athletic this year which i think actually plays to their strength 
Yeah, Coach John Adams at Coeur d'Alene does all the things that Brian Chase at St. Mary's does. He'll play nine to ten guys. He'll sub in four guys at a time, five guys in at a time. So, yep. yeah, uh, the, the starting lineup is fluid throughout the year, usually. So, yeah, Burgess for Coeur d'Alene. Um, Post Falls, you know, Mike McLean is one of the best coaches around. Uh, Asher Bowie uh, is a guy to keep an eye on there. Lewiston's got a brand new coach in Brooks Malm. Uh, yeah. We'll see how he does with that program. And um, yeah, should be a pretty interesting race uh, in the IEL this year. Yeah, All right. I have an Ulrich who Ulrich is now at North Idaho College, I believe. So um, he's up in our neck of the woods now. So well, you're soon to be neck of the woods. But um, yeah, no, it's kind of cool to have, you know, those type of people up around the area and, and to see new faces in the conferences too. I mean, how many of the new coaches had success in years past too? There's been a bunch. So, I mean, you see these guys that move around. Sometimes it ends up lifting, lifting the program, and you see a little bit of a rise of play. And um, so it'll be interesting to see what Malm can do at Lewiston. I think that um, he returns a pretty good cast of guys, too, that he's going to have some kids that play hard for him. Yeah. I, I wouldn't sleep on the Bengals by any stretch this year. I think that them finishing fourth, I think, might be an understatement. I think that they're going to be, you know, well over 500 for their overall record as they approach the, the end of the season. So district play could be really interesting in the IEL 5A. Definitely. The race for second, like you said, is going to be fascinating to watch uh, as the season unfolds. All right. Well, that'll do it for this edition of the North Idaho PrepCast. Next week, we'll kind of be back to a normal, hey, here's a couple of things we noticed in boys basketball, girls basketball, and wrestling. We'll kind of hit on all of it again next week. But thanks for tuning into our boys basketball preview extravaganza here on the North Idaho Prepcast. I sound like the uh, announcer for uh, Dave Smith Motors, right? Dave oh, yeah, Smith you. Motors. <laughs> we need to get them as a sponsor. There we go. Yeah. Kellogg, right? Yeah. Logan, get on that. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Logan, Logan at com. If you want to sponsor uh, our, our trip. Yeah. Anybody that listens and wants to sponsor. Absolutely. We're looking for a spot, even for this show. If you want to sponsor yes. this, go ahead. <laughs> I feel, I feel like the content is definitely worth it. We, you know, we attract over 1200 people a week on YouTube. So the numbers are definitely there. Oh, six to 700 on Facebook. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, it's there. Yes, there's definitely an audience for it. So, yeah, Logan at IdahoSports.com. He is our sales manager. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing doing overtime work here on the North Idaho PrepCast. All right, Ryan, we'll let you get back to it. We're good. Yeah, no, we'll see you next week. All right, sounds good. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com.